podcast where we talk about all things related to running and really great food. Hello and welcome to the Up and Running podcast. This is episode number 24. I want to remind everybody that you can find me on Instagram at Run with Paul, that's R-U-N-W-I-T-P-A-U-L. You can also find me on my new YouTube channel titled by the same Run with Paul. I'm really excited to be back with all of you again. Today's topic of the show is running by feel. I've been running a lot with my kids lately, and as a runner dad, I love sharing the sport with them. I've been teaching them an important running concept in our sport and one that's really important when it comes to racing and this concept is running by feel. On a recent run, I found myself explaining this to my son Russell. We set out to do a three mile run. I have two running watches, a Garmin Forerunner 25 and an Apple watch. I let Russell wear my Garmin GPS watch so he could track his running stats after the run. As we ran together, I began to explain to him the idea of running by feel and how it's important not to rely on the watch too much during the run to dictate how fast he should be going. As I was talking to him about this, I had to really think about when I first learned this concept back in high school from my running coach, and I wanted to explain it to him the best way I could so it would make sense. I told him that running by feel means that you're using your body and how it feels during the run to guide how fast your pace should be. So let's get into this a little deeper now. What is running by feel? Well, as it was explained to me by my high school coach, it's a runner's ability to pay attention to the amount of effort you're exerting to guide how fast you should go. So essentially your pace. Now there are some natural gauges we use when we run by feel. One of the most important is how we're breathing. Let me give you an example. Let's say you went out for a three-mile training run and you're wearing your running watch. Let's say you want to run that three-mile training run at a 7.30 minute per mile pace. You'd start your watch, start your run, and you'd set a pace for yourself that you feel is right to get you that 7.30 minute mile pace. About a half mile in, you'd look at your watch and see where you're at against that 7.30 minute mile pace that you're shooting to hit. And maybe you're going too slow, so you'd pick up your pace, or maybe you're running too fast, so you'd slow down a bit. Your watch is telling you where you're at, but you're not tapping into other factors that will help you know. Running by feel is similar, except you're not relying on your watch. Instead, you're going to rely on how you feel. Here are the gauges you can use. First, your breathing. How are you breathing in that first two and a half minutes of your run? Is your breathing smooth and consistent or is it labored? If you're running with a partner, can you carry on a conversation or not? What is your cadence like? Meaning, are you spinning your legs and taking very quick steps? Are they smooth and controlled? How do you feel overall? Are your legs jelly-like or feeling strong and smooth? And how's your breathing syncing with your steps? Are your breaths smooth and your steps sinking with your breathing? When I'm running well, 
my breaths are pretty synced with my steps. So for every breath, I subsequently exhale and I take about three steps. And that's just for me. The best way to learn how to run by feel is to run a familiar route that you know the distance on multiple times. So for example, if you know a three-mile trail, go out and run that trail without looking at your watch until you're totally done. Take a look at what your splits are over that three-mile course. Run that same course again and don't look at your watch. This time, pay attention to how you feel a couple minutes into the run. If you feel you're going a bit too slow, pick up your pace. You typically only need to make a slight adjustment if you're going too slow to get back on track. Pay attention to your breathing. Is it labored? Is it smooth? And how quickly are you taking your steps, your cadence? When you're done, look back at your splits. Did you hit your split goal? If not, that's okay because what you're starting to pay attention to and learn is how you're feeling when you run. With repetition and running that course over and over, you'll eventually be able to tap into your body's indicators and you'll know if you're running too fast or too slow to hit the goal pace you've set. Running by feel is important when you do progression runs. Yes, you can wear your watch, but the key is not to look at every mile split. Instead, running based on how hard your effort is, is better. For example, if you're doing a progression run, and just a reminder for those that aren't familiar with progression runs, progression runs are when you're setting a goal to make each subsequent mile faster than the last. To do this without your watch, you need to tap into what you know your body can do based on previous efforts you've done. Let's say you want to do a progression run that starts at a 9-minute mile, then an 8-minute mile, and end with a 7-minute mile. How will you know to do this? Well, you do it based on what you've done previously in training and how you felt when you did it. At some point during that first mile, you'll either have to slow down because you're starting too fast or you may need to pick up the pace. Remember, it's three miles, so you'll likely have a couple points where you'll have to adjust and pick up the pace. That would either be in mile two or mile three, ideally. What you don't want to do is to start too fast and then not have the energy to finish strong, or worse, you're slowing in mile three instead of staying consistent. This concept centers on pacing. Another important aspect is your overall running fitness. If you're setting out to do a three-mile training run, running by feel will be much easier if your fitness level is high enough for you to complete a three-mile run without feeling completely burned out. So your overall fitness level is important. To give you an example of how you should build your fitness level to run longer and faster, you should start by building slowly. If you're not used to running more than a mile currently, don't plan to go out and do a three-mile run right off the bat. If you do, running by feel will be hard. First, you've got to build your fitness so that you can run a couple miles comfortably without stopping and up to three miles comfortably. As your running fitness level grows and you increase your mileage, move up to four miles. At this point, running by feel starts to really make sense to you because now you have a good point of comparison. So for example, if you're used to running 5 miles, a day where you go out for 3 miles will feel pretty easy for you, and you'll likely run that 3 miles faster to get the same effort-based workout you're used to when you run 5 miles, so a longer distance. Running by feel really kicks in here because when you compare how you're breathing, your cadence, and your, how your body feels overall in that first mile, you'll feel the difference 
Because if you're running faster, you'll know and you'll choose to continue that pace or you'll make an adjustment based on what your goal is that day. The last point I want to make here around running by feel is that if you're racing, say you're a high school cross-country runner, during your race, you won't be glancing at your wrist much. You've got a lot of other things you're focusing on and paying attention to. It's nice to not have to worry about a split time on your watch as well, because once you've mastered pacing with running by how you feel, you won't need to. That's crazy good. I'm really excited to share with you a amazingly good, crazy good breakfast spot that I went to not long ago, and it's called Breakfast Republic. So are you a breakfast fan? I am. And I got to tell you about Breakfast Republic. First of all, Breakfast Republic has many different locations. Now, because of the COVID-19 outbreak, some of these locations are closed. So definitely check check the web to make sure that the one nearest you is open and operating currently. Uh, but there are several locations that are open. Now, they have s- several locations. Uh, they got their start in San Diego County. So a lot of the cities I'm about to mention are in San Diego County, but they also have locations in Orange County as well, in California. So they have some locations in North Park, Liberty Station, Encinitas, East Village, Ocean Ocean Beach, Carmel Valley, Pacific Beach, Mission Valley, Irvine, and Costa Mesa. And the location that I attended was, or that I went to, was in Costa Mesa, California. So uh, let me read you a little short synopsis from their webpage um, just about themselves to give you a description of who and what they are. Breakfast Republic is raising feathers in Southern California as a top spot to enjoy the most important meal of the day, serving tasty takes on American classics such as Oreo pancakes, shrimp and grits, and s'mores French toast. Breakfast Republican is an innovative breakfast destination that locals and visitors will flock to when they're in search of a fun and unpretentious place to begin the day. Raising the bar are Breakfast Republic's local craft beer and organic kombucha on draft, which are available as samplers to complement many of the unique dishes they serve. So what did I have at Breakfast Republic? Well, I'm a big French toast fan. So I scanned their menu and I found the French toast section. And mind you, they have several options. I wanted to try a few of them. So I went with their French toast sampler. And I was very pleasantly surprised. First of all, when it came out, and I and it's built for two people because it's, it's plentiful. So I shared it with my son, Russell. And um, I tried, like I mentioned, different, different options. So what I tried was the Mr. Presley, and I also tried the strawberry and mascarpone and brioche. And man, it was crazy good. And so each of these, as it came out on literally, it was a long, about 18-inch dish with these little mounds, about three, four slices of French toast of each of these types that I just mentioned. So they were like these little colorful mounds of goodness. 
And let me let me tell you what was, for example, in my favorite, which was the Mr. Presley. So the Mr. Presley is actually, imagine this, French toast that's stuffed with peanut butter, topped with bananas foster, and bacon. Yeah, I got a little bit closer to the mic just now when I said bacon. So... I'm a bacon fan, and I think I could probably have bacon on anything. But have you ever had it on French toast? Because if you haven't, you got to try theirs. It's, it's crazy good. Um, the strawberry and mascarpone, mascarpone I, I'm butchering that, which is cheese, uh, was fantastic as well. And the brioche was amazing. So, um, And that that's what I tried. But it was filling. It was enough for myself and my son, Russell, and you know, he's at that age where he's eating a lot. So that just gives you a picture of how much uh, food it actually is. <clears throat> so Breakfast Republic, not only do they feature French toast, but they have an extensive pancake menu. I'm going to read you some of them. They have, uh, and, and also all of their orders come with three pancakes topped with powdered sugar. And so they have a buttermilk pancake, Oreo cookie. Uh, they have a bacon pancake. And that offering comes with four pancakes. They have a churro pancake, a cinnamon roll, a strawberry cheesecake, a lemon coconut, a pineapple upside down pancake, and a flight of three, which is choose three of the above, mix and match however you please. So next time I go there, I'm going to try their pancakes. And I've got to figure out which ones because those all sound really, really good. Now, if you're vegan... They have several vegan options as well. They have uh, a Jammin' Benny, which is a blackberry jalapeno jam, Italian vegan sausage, plant-based eggs, and vegan hollandaise served with house potatoes. They have a vegan harvest omelet, a vegan breakfast burrito, a veggie and pesto frittata, and avocado toast. Okay, so you're starting to get a feel for how this sounds. Um, they also have a section on their menu for scrambles. And those are three cage-free eggs served with house potatoes and your choice of bread. And they have the Portuguese linguiça sausage, which is bacon, hot sauce mixed in, green bell peppers, garlic, tomatoes, thyme, and oregano. And they have a protein lover scramble, which is Jurassic pork, ham, bacon, cheddar, and onion. And they also have a section of omelets. Um, if you're a Eggs Benedict fan, they have six different options for their Eggs Benedict. I'm going to read these because these, these sound really good right now. They have a crab and crawfish cake, which features blackberry jalapeno jam, wahillo, parsley, and garnish. They have a traditional Eggs Benedict. They have a cluck madame, which is ham, gruyere cheese, bechamel sauce, parsley, and garnish. They have a mushroom and pesto, a Jurassic pork, which is pork bacon, and they have something called the San Diego, which is turkey, avocado, cilantro. Wow. Um, I mean, my mouth is watering right now. So I'm going to place a link on my show notes for Breakfast Republic. I really encourage you to go. If you're in the Costa Mesa area, I know last I checked, which was literally just yesterday, uh, they are open. So 
you know, you can go to that location. And like I mentioned, they have several other locations. That's the one nearest to me. So that's the one I'll be going to next. And so when you're in either the San Diego area or the Orange County, California area, check out Breakfast Republic. I know you're really going to enjoy it. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Up and Running Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the discussion on running by feel. If this is a new concept to you, go out and try it. You know, have your watch on, but don't rely on the watch. Don't look at the watch. Just really focus on how it feels when you're running X pace that you're choosing. And then check back in on those splits and see where you're at. The more you do that, the more this will become very natural for you. I want to remind everybody that you can check out my new YouTube channel. I'm going to be uploading a new video there over the next day or so uh, where I and my son Russell took a, a five-mile run through Peters Canyon in Orange, California. It's a really, really great place to go do some trail running. Um, it's got some challenging hills on it as well. So if you're not too far from Peters Canyon in Orange, it also borders the city of Tustin, California. Check it out and get out early. Get out as early as you can. And six six o'clock is perfect, uh, especially if you want to run those trails because it does get very crowded. So you can find me on Instagram at Run with Paul, and you can find my YouTube channel by the same name, Run with Paul on YouTube. I'm looking forward to another episode real, real soon. And as always, enjoy your next run. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Welcome to the Up and Running Podcast, where we talk about all things related to running and really great food. <laughs>